You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Live action role playing. It is a type of game where the participants physically portray their characters in costumes and affecting voices and using plastic or cardboard versions of their weapons. The players pursue goals within a fictional setting represented by a real world environment while interacting with each other in character. If you've ever seen Role Models starring Paul Rudd, you've seen a fantasy LARP. They're fun. They can be excellent communal events that bring together like-minded and wonderfully creative people. The Bunker Game is a World War II scenario where the Nazis won and a third thermonuclear war took place. It is apparently a bit inspired by the Fallout game series and has roots in an actual LARP in Italy that you can participate in right now. This is the feature directorial debut of Roberto Zazara, an Italian-Indian documentarian, and the plot goes as such. After several mysterious accidents, a live-action role-playing game is interrupted, and the players leave the bunker while the staff remains behind to investigate the disappearance of Greg, the mastermind of the game. Good premise. One could make a very excellent movie based on that premise. But did we get a good movie from that premise? We're here to find out. I am TC Dwood of the Screener Squad, and I am joined by Ray. Hello. Lowane. Hey, how's it going? And Trevor. Great to be here, TC. Thank you very much. Well, I'm happy to have you all here. Now lock the doors. We're staying in this recording booth until we've answered the mystery of the bunker game. Who would like to present their case first? Oh, wow. Oh, don't everybody speak uh, at boy. once. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll go ahead and put my toe in the water here. <laughs> I really wanted to like this. There was a lot going on here that I think showed promise. Number one, first and foremost, the set here is incredible. Oh, it's yeah. obvious they got some access to a real-life underground bunker. It's creepy. It does what it needs to. It evokes a sense of place and a sense of isolation. I think it's shot very well. I think they utilize the locations very well, and they made a good-looking movie. And I don't think all of the performances were all that bad. Well, speaking of location, I think that's probably the very first thing that crossed anyone's mind when they looked at it. They said... We should film something here. Who wants to make something up? Let's do this. And I, that's what I have to say is, and I'm starting to sound like a broken record on some of my reviews, but the story just was not my favorite. Mm-hmm. The script here, and I hate to be that armchair critic that just kind of sat there and said, well, it's quite obvious that they got the location first and then the script came later. One of my big hangups is part of this LARP is that you are playing the Fourth Reich mm-hmm. and you are the survivors of a Nazi World War II Germany. And I kept having a hang up on like, 
who would want to do this for mm-hmm. fun? Mm-hmm. Who would want mm-hmm. to be the bad guy? Are we rooting for the Nazis? Yeah, and I get that we have this really cool location and these tunnels were probably World War II era and used by the Italian army during World War II. I get that. The verisimilitude is there, but man, just the entire movie, and I hate to say it, but it is what hung me up. It took me out of the movie and kept me out. That's a little intense. Who would want to do that? So I kept waiting for it to go back there and pay off and kind of maybe a lesson is learned or something, and it's just not quite there. We're all shaking our heads no right now. (laughs) There's never any sort of payoff to this being set in this LARP. No. This could easily have been a moon base. This could have been a cowboy western. This could have been Westworld. Yeah. I don't even know that it really makes use of the fact that a LARP happened. Like, the the LARP angle on this is almost dismissed after the first act. That has to be an issue of budget or COVID or whatever, so that you only have, like, a handful of people. Because otherwise, yeah, it doesn't have to be a LARP. In fact, they could literally have been setting up the LARP. Mm-hmm. You open with what is a bunch of people in this place, right? And they set up the world as if it really exists. Now, you know going in, if you've read the description, it's supposed to be a LARP. But for like a few minutes, the world is at least interesting, if uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Particularly one of the characters who's way into the role. <laughs> and then you see an African-American character who's doing their announcements and i'm like well this is inaccurate weirder (laughs) and then you have a character who clearly is non-binary and later is identified as such Mm -hmm. and there's a minor conflict involving them in in the larp as well after having read the promotional material for the actual larp that this is inspired by i like that world better and it's more interesting and I almost wish that what this was was just an alt-history movie instead of the LARP with the tragedy that occurs later. Actually, Louie, you hit on something there when you said the actual LARP may have been more interesting than what this movie turned out to be. And TC, you mentioned in your introduction, this director comes from a documentarian background. When I read the description and then read about the LARP, halfway through this movie, I'm going... Why can I not just watch a documentary about the actual LARP that went on? Right? That would have been so yes. much better. Yes. Right? Yeah, either leaning one direction or the other. Take us into the world of live-action role-playing. Let us see this scenario play out in a documentary fashion. Yeah, show me the actors that are doing it, et cetera, et cetera. He's a documentarian, TC. What happened? Yeah, I yep. don't know. Or LeWayne suggested as well. Lean into this. Go Man in the High Castle. Show us all mm-hmm. history. Right? Yeah. There's also the one with the Nazis on the moon. I can't remember what that one's called. Uh, Iron Sky. Iron Sky. Give yes, us Iron correct. Sky. Yeah, Iron Sky's got its own set of problems. <laughs> <laughs> right, but that's just it. Whether this is really how it happened or not, I'm. there's no way not to assume this, that you had a location and then went from there. And I know at the end credits they mentioned inspired by the actual LARP, okay? Mm-hmm. But it still feels like you have this great location, do anything but the thing you actually did with it. <laughs> Lorraine, we are on a second review here of what is quite possibly a COVID film based on the limited number of cast members. But second to student bodies, I don't want to have to wait an hour for Mm -hmm. something to happen. And this is, once again, a horror movie that does not pay off what is advertised. If this was going to be a spooky ghost story, paranormal haunting in the dark under these circumstances, great. But don't wait an hour in a 90-minute movie to introduce the first spook. 
cool. Right? So we have one dream sequence in the first five minutes, and then it's just this slog of a setup for a bunch of characters who I can not name. I know Laura, and I know Greg disappears. Because I say his name a hundred times. That's right. Greg with, with the mutton chops that are very <laughs> 1999 and not yeah. 1950. Well, here's the thing. You just said it was 90 minutes. I could have sworn it was two hours and 90 minutes. You know? Because it drags. Golly, that was my other problem with this. We didn't get to anything fast enough. Even if it was going to turn out to be a total disaster at the end, whatever. Mm-hmm. Get to something. This could have been something like, I know this is a weird grab, but Club Dread, which is a 80s-style <laughs> slasher movie made in the early 2000s that is a resort where there's a knife-wielding killer running around. Mm-hmm. It could have been something like that. Or it could have been something, going back even further, like Phantoms. You want to get Lovecrafty in here and be creepy and weird and just unsettle the audience as you build towards the madness an hour later? Great. Build right. that shit. Earn that shit. Or you ghost ship it. Right. You have the big cast at the beginning already. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you wipe everybody out. Decapitate everyone. And then you bring in the handful of people that are going to go in and check out that haunted bunker that's been everybody's talked about for Mm -hmm. decades after whatever tragedy. Like we're all pitching better movies than this one. And that's a problem. Absolutely. And I know we have to sit here and review what we got, not what we should have gotten. But this is not what's advertised. You watch the trailer for this. You read about the LARP itself that this has been inspired by. And as said more than once now, that sounds better. That is better than what we get here. Ugh. I hate to keep harping on the politics of this, but we have a Nazi-era LARP. We have one character who is a little too into it. We know that he is going to be a problem later on. He is causing problems for some of the other people, Mm -hmm. including people of color, trans people. But the other folks, the victims of his prejudice, are just as menaced by this malicious spirit Mm -hmm. as he is. So it's not really... We're not learning a lesson here. No. No. The ghost does not discriminate between Nazis and victims. Mm -hmm. It just kind of has its own agenda, and our folks are just kind of caught in the middle. And so... Again, I'm like, well, the Nazi imagery is kind of there, I guess, inherit with the location. But did we have to go there? And what was the value of going there? And then what was the value of having a character that obviously represents somebody who is a Mm neo-Nazi or or at least leaning that direction? Sure. To delve more into the plot that we do get, Laura is our main character. She's our presumed final girl. She's a part of the staff of the LARPers that welcome in the people escort them out as the malfunction of the game itself becomes an issue. And she's got a relationship with one of the other cast members who may or may not have impregnated her. And she starts feeling like she's being haunted by the spirit of a redheaded woman. She sees her a few times. She's getting visions of this previous life that she may have been a part of. And she thinks the ghost is trying to guide her through this bunker and out of these circumstances and and trying to tell her something and reveal something to her. And me just describing that now is better than the movie presents it because that all (laughs) sounds really compelling and could be really compelling. Mm -hmm. And the actress playing Laura does a very fine job as well. I will give my compliments to her. And on top of that, there's like a little bit of a, I guess, post-teenage angsty love story here there's an unrequited crush there's a girl with a secret Mm -hmm. there's the guy who is involved and the guy who wants to be and 
that's all here, and I think we probably dwell on that too long. Mm-hmm. By the time this movie hits highway speed and we were doing some spooky horror movie stuff, I hate to say it, I just wasn't on board. I, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I really hate to drag on a movie. I, it's not my favorite thing in the world. But I, I was telling you guys, there has been a little bit of a span of time between when I watched the screener of this and now that we're meeting for the record. I had to keep notes and kind of refresh my memory before the record today because this movie did not stick with me. Ray put it best. This guy is a documentarian. He has thrived in the documentary field. I think he missed a trick by not presenting this in documentary form as opposed to trying to do a feature film. And, yeah. (laughs) I felt this movie was almost kind of mean. Kind of? It just, it felt vindictive against some of the main characters. I don't disagree. And mean at its core in, as we've said, we're rooting for these people in a scenario where they're playing the villains. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They could have played that up. They could have made it a question of who are the bad guys here? How do we perceive heroes when they are literally cloaked in some of the most evil costumes you can wear in a modern scenario. There was room for exploration. And seeing that this guy's a documentarian, they probably could have explored that better. Mm -hmm. But this really does come across amateurish. Great location. Actors who are giving it their all. Great costume design. But flat on its face time and time again. And I'm not going to sit here and tear this movie apart because I don't enjoy doing takedowns of films. As I've said way too many times, I understand the difficulties of producing a film. I respect anyone who can finish one, let alone get it bought and distributed. So my compliments to this production team for managing that very difficult feat. Your movie exists, and it's available for the world to see, and here we are reviewing it. So congratulations to that. And I think Gia Weiss did a good job as Laura, but that's all the good I can say about this. The script is nearly incoherent. The performances are stiff, if not outright bad. There's no reason for this to be set in a LARP scenario or, for that matter, a World War II LARP. This is a bad movie. I do not like this movie. I will not recommend this movie. I'm giving my final rating. This is a 2 out of 10. I don't know. Blonde wigs. (laughs) I feel bad. I hate railing on a film. But I'm just annoyed by this movie's very existence. Gosh, TC, could you have summed it up any better? I mean, I think, man, (laughs) I could just say ditto and we could move on. Well, go ahead, Ray. Give me some of your final thoughts I might have missed. Again, I really wanted to see a documentary about the actual LARP instead of this film. And yes, there are a couple of good performances here. And there are some really stiff performances here. I also had a little bit of a problem with the cast of the LARP. In the sense that it seemed that some of them understood that they were in a LARP and they were doing this and this is what they usually do and they knew their characters. But then a couple of them, it it seemed like it was their first time doing the LARP, okay? Have you, you've either done this a bunch or you haven't. And even at one point they had to explain what an an NPC was. And (laughs) you don't go into gaming or LARPing or anything not knowing what an NPC is. So it was just a kind of a muddy mess in many different areas. And even when we get to the ghost story, yeah, I guess the ghost wins. I guess the ghost accomplishes what they mean to accomplish. But that's about the extent of, of the movie. Yay, yay, yay spirit, yay ghost. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, at the end of the day, for the fact that it looks good, the fact the location's good, and again, the costumes are good, I gotta give this some points, but... I can't go any more than four out of ten NPCs on this thing. 
Trevor. Luane, I was with you. I think that finding out that there is an actual LARP that takes place in these tunnels gave it a little more verisimilitude than I wanted to give it on first blush. But at the same time, you telling me about that, catching that note in the credits, happened days after I had watched the movie. And unfortunately, it's like, okay, I'll eat some crow on that. But at the same time, I still have a real question about who wants to go underground for two days and play Nazi. And it seems like they've all traveled there. And what's more is we're not super clear on how this all works. Are they all from out of town? Do they live there? Do they meet down there every week? They obviously, they talk about other ones they've done in other locations. And so it seems like a fairly globetrotting affair. It looks fairly high dollar. None of this is mentioned. The logistics of this aren't mentioned. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because the LARP just does not figure in here. I'm really happy, TC, that you brought up role models because my kind of capsule review of this is for every LARP that I have seen, I've never participated, but I've known people who do this. Role models is the better representation of this type of gaming yes. than this was. I didn't recognize a thing here. These are people who are buried into their roles and like doing a mystery weekend with a real sinister twist, and it bugged me. So this one, yeah, I can't recommend it, but I will say there's an eye for detail here. There's a person here who is in a wheelchair, and the wheelchair looks like a turn-of-the-century wheelchair. You didn't have to throw in that little extra. He could have just had some cardboard or whatever on there, but no, it looks good. I think the cinematography here was pretty good. They utilized the location very well. We keep banging on that because I want to say something good about this, but at the end of the day, just not for me. I'm going to give this three out of ten overacting douche bags in glass cases screaming for help <laughs> my favorite kind of douchebag Luane <laughs> unfortunately I've had to say this more and more with the reviews we've done I don't want to hate this movie right I went into this going this looks like my thing mm. alt history sure horror yeah alright it looks good it sounds good some of the cast is good the big Nazi looks like Captain Obvious from the commercials, and that bugged me. <laughs> <laughs> Points on for including people of color and a trans character. Mm -hmm. Points off, way off, for how those characters were used. Mm -hmm. Dude, I can't get behind playing Nazis. I just I just can't. And I, maybe that colored things a little bit. But I spent way more time thinking about all of the things this could have done that it didn't. And if Trevor is to be believed, he spent a lot of time thinking about LARP logistics, and that's not how you want your movie to be remembered. <laughs> really, it looks really good. The set is great. All of the good things. I want to see what this director will do with someone else's script. But this one, the script is the weakest part. It was not helped by me learning about the actual LARP this is inspired by, because the mythos in that sounds way more interesting. In the end, this is one out of five times I thought, the hell with this, I'm going to go play Wolfenstein. Yes. I mean, House on Haunted Hill, LARPers in a bunker. On paper, it's great. Yes, on paper, that could be great. And I wouldn't mind seeing Westworld have a division of World War II, like Viva la Resistance. Sure. Not like this. Not like this. 